on episode 46 of the High Performance Leadership Podcast, dealing with crap magnets. When effective leaders understand that there's got to be a consequence to behavior that er erodes my entire team, and everybody on the team becomes aware of it, now what used to be, well, Mary knows what's going on, go ask her, used to be an okay thing. Now all of a sudden it's like, ooh, I don't want to go into Mary's office. You're listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast, insights and information from world-class leadership experts. Thanks for joining us. I'm Randy Lane. Today, we're talking about a big problem in a lot of workplaces, crap magnets. You know the type. They're the first to gossip. They're probably holding a grudge. They have a lot to say about what's wrong at the company, but they don't have any solutions. Chip talked about crap magnets at a recent conference. Here's some of that talk. You'll hear me say this term, and I, I don't think I've shared it with this group yet. I call them crap magnets. A crap magnet. Let me explain what a crap magnet is. A crap magnet is someone who thinks, behaves, and exemplifies crap. And they're a magnet. And they draw in people to them like a magnet because there's a reward there. So you might think, what reward do people get for complaining? Well, they do. They get a big reward for complaining because when you complain and people agree with you, it validates the way you think, the way you believe. You get respect when you are the hero and you get to point out the problems and other people say, that's a good idea. You know, we, we should change a lot of stuff. Yeah. They don't bring it up in the meeting because then they're called on their ideas in the meeting and they have to be accountable. What they do is they wait till the meeting's over and then they say, you know, I didn't want to bring it up in the meeting because I didn't want to derail the conversation. Or, you know, Chip was on a roll and I didn't want to interrupt. But, you know, we have a real problem. And here's what the problem is. And, you know, I'm not going to gossip. You know me. I don't gossip. But she's been doing this over and over and over again, and I think it's being ignored. And it's causing problems for all of us. I know it's causing a problem for me. I'm sure it's causing a problem for you. I don't know what we're going to do about it, but by God, let's not bring it up in the meeting because we have important things to do in that meeting. This is something we should try and figure out. Matter of fact, I heard John talking about the same issue too. Let's get him in here and let's talk about this. And that now becomes an authority figure. I have some ownership and I can be a crap magnet and I can pull people in and I get reward from that. But I justify it with... I don't want to be a crap magnet. I don't want to have a problem. I'm just trying to fix problems. Well, why don't they fix the problems in the meeting? Why wouldn't they? Maybe it's because what they know what the outcome should be, but they don't want that outcome. There's no reward for being held accountable for the outcome, but there is a reward for being gossipy and in the know and having friends with a common denominator, which is crap. So you would take their power away if you addressed issues in a meeting and we created accountability, they don't want to do that because it takes away their power or recognition, which is behind the scenes. So go back to the meeting, the seven people. I have one person that won't talk in the meeting no matter what I want it to do, and, but as soon as the meeting's over, they become a crap magnet. How do you deal with it? And that works great unless you are dealing with someone who's been doing this for a lot of years. They're master manipulators. What you do, you're right, 
you let everybody know, but what you do is you call out without having names, you say, if we're going to rebuild or improve the culture around here, here are things that can't happen. This meeting is designed for us to address issues, to talk about things, and this is a safe, confidential place for us to deal with stuff, a no judgment zone in a sense. But as soon as this meeting is over, if conversations happen outside of it, which should have happened inside of it, you can even use me, throw me under the bus, say, I went to this workshop where Chip called them crap magnets. And crap magnets are people that don't want to address the issues in the meeting. They want to wait till the meeting's over to address them because there's a reward factor to it. And we want to change the culture so if it's not brought up and addressed in the meeting, hold on to it till the next meeting and bring it up then. Do not have conversations outside of the meeting. And then get commitment from everybody in the group. Can we agree to do that? And then when you get commitment from everybody in the group, you have by default taken the power away from the crap magnet. And as soon as the crap magnet starts to do what they naturally want to do, every meeting it becomes more and more apparent the negative consequence of the crap magnet to the overall team. Most of the time the crap magnet does what the crap magnet does because there's a reward. Not because it's beneficial to the organization. It's typically just beneficial to them. You're 100% correct. Absolutely correct. And most of the time when you address it head on with the crap magnet, they will say, well, okay, I'll be compliant. Now I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I was brought into the principal's office and scolded. Now they go back to their office and they're in a funk all day long. And so the minions come to the crap magnet's office and say, what's wrong? <laughs> and they get the same reward as just pulling them into their office. Now they get to pretend that they've been victimized and they get the same reward. I agree with you 100%. I mean, everything you're talking about works with people that their intent is to be a part of the team. Their intent is to make things better. That is their intent, that's their MO, that's what they want. The problem is you're assuming that's their intent and that's the gap. A lot of people's intent is not to collaborate and work as a team and their intent is how do I make it better for me? We like to do, I call it self-select, they self-select out. So if you can get the group to start working well as a team, then the outlier becomes even more obvious. You've got to stop the group from feeding what drives the crap magnet. A crap magnet feels victimized, they feel their ideas are never heard, they feel that it doesn't matter if I bring them up, it'll never change. You know, they, they're always worried about, you know, why is it that Mary makes this and John makes that and Sam makes that. Well, I don't know for a fact that that's what I've heard. And, and they're the ones that keep track of who left for lunch and has been gone an hour and 15 minutes when they're only supposed to be gone an hour. And they hold on to it for the appropriate time to say, well, you know, I just care about everybody in fairness. That's what I'm about is fairness. So I've kept track of all the stuff that everybody's done wrong for the last handful of years. And they believe that they're helping the organization. The truth is, we see right through it. 
their intent is not pure. They become isolated. They won't work on the team effectively because what used to work for them doesn't work anymore. They used to have a bunch of minions that would listen to them complain and there was no consequence. When effective leaders understand that there's got to be a consequence to behavior that er erodes my entire team and everybody on the team becomes aware of it, now what used to be, well, Mary knows what's going on, go ask her, used to be an okay thing. Now all of a sudden it's like, ooh, I don't want to go into Mary's office. I'm not, not going to cause it, participate in it. I'm not even going to allow it because I know that she's fighting us. We, we're a team. She's upset. She's got her own agenda. And it becomes really obvious eventually. But it doesn't happen in the beginning. And where I see it the most is, Mary's a very valuable part of the organization. So the CEO or whoever's in charge, the executive director, allows some of that behavior to happen because of how valuable that person is to the organization. So the, the positive of what they provide to the organization outweighs the negative of what they're doing to the team. And where I see it most in this one example is the owner of the company relies on this one person for his personal day-to-day -day function. She knows a lot of how to make his life easier. So he lets a lot of this stuff slide, which is affecting the overall team. So he's seen the overall performance drop because he won't deal with the crap magnet but he personally benefits from the crap magnet. So he's in a dilemma. But it happens to all of us. Any organization that's been around more than 15 minutes has somebody that disagrees with what we're doing, right? We have to change it. Cut her out of the meeting and the, it throws gasoline on the crap magnet because now she's proving that my opinion doesn't matter. Even though I don't give my opinion, the fact that I don't have a seat at the table anymore just proves where I'm at. It's, it can happen, but it does create a downward spiral. Thanks for listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. Our website is hpleadershippodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hpleadershippodcast. Follow us on Twitter at hpl underscore podcast and shoot us an email at podcast at 360solutions.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.